0: You know what cheers me up? What? Rolled up aces over kings.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls.
2: The House
1: of Cards.
2: Today, the game is different. With author and professional poker player, Ashley Adams.
1: Okay, you have some skill.
3: Hello, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. You're listening to House of Cards we have a great show including a guest who is an expert on i gaming he's an attorney he is a partner in the firm cooper levinson and he also is the co-founder co-organizer and co-producer of the east coast gaming congress held down in atlantic city Every year, he'll be talking about uh, what's going on in the world of iGaming and also some of the topics up for discussion at the East Coast Gaming Congress. And then we're going to talk to a very interesting guest. His name is Hamza Siddiqui. He is the founder and CEO of a poker virtual reality game and site. It's called Casino VR. For virtual reality, you can access it at casino-vr.com. We're going to talk to him about his company and his product, so stay tuned. Tired of hitting the casino floor and playing the same old table games time after time? Well, there's a new and exciting table game coming to casinos, and it's called Casino Over Under. Casino Over Under combines the thrill of sports betting with the excitement of blackjack. It's easy to learn and incorporates the over-under concept of sports betting in a simple and fluid manner. Casino Over Under is undeniably faster than ordinary blackjack. There are fewer decisions to make and all of them are fairly easy and exclusive of the other players at the table. Fewer decisions means faster gameplay and that means more hands. And with payouts as high as 50 to 1, more hands means more winning. Head on over to CasinoOverUnder.com to learn more and stay up to date on where you can play this exciting game. You can even play Casino Over Under on your iPhone with its social app, Casino Over Under. Simple, fast, and fun. Play it now at the Magnolia Bluffs Casino Hotel in Notches, Mississippi. And coming to casinos near you. Must be 21 years or older to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Have you ever wanted something so bad that you do just about anything for it? Well, that's exactly how we feel about you. That's right. AnimandEve.com wants you so bad. We're giving you 10 free gifts with your first order. You heard me right. That's 10 free gifts to spice up your love life. First, you'll get a sexy surprise for her. Second, an adventurous toy for him. And third, a little something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. And number 10, free shipping on your entire order.
2: Hey, it's Dave from House of Cards, and I'm here to tell you about my experience with My Pillow. I'm sure you've seen or heard the inventor Mike Lindell talking about his hugely successful product made in the USA all over TV and radio. Now, I have the world's worst back, and I've always gotten up in the morning with pain and a stiff neck. Since using Pillow, it's gone. It's amazing. And listen to this. Mike is offering a four-for-one deal. Order now. You'll get two MyPillow Premiums and two Go Anywhere Travel Pillows, all for the price of one MyPillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913. Click on or mention Radio Listener Special and use promo code CARDS, that's C-A-R-D-S, at checkout. MyPillow comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry it, and it even stays cool all night. That's the radio listener special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code CARDS. This is House of Cards Radio with Ashley Adams. You are more in need of a night in Atlantic City than any
4: man I've ever met. I'd say sit down at a table, go for dinner, see a show, take a
5: walk on the boardwalk and smell the salt air.
4: But if you're anything like me, nothing after sit down at a table is going to happen.
3: Hello, listeners. This is Ashley Adams. Uh, Welcome back. We are talking to an expert on gaming, especially iGaming. He is an attorney of the firm Cooper Levinson. He is the Levinson, obviously. He is also the co-founder, co-organizer, and co-producer of the East Coast Gaming Conference. Congress, I guess it is. It's the 20th annual. So welcome back, uh, Lloyd. Are you there? I'm here. Terrific. Thank you. So, you're welcome. We're happy to have you back. And tell us about the East Coast Gaming Congress. That's coming up uh, May 25th, I guess, right?
5: Yeah, it's May 25th and May 26th. It's uh, the afternoon of the 25th and then all day on the 26th. The afternoon of the 25th is the iGaming Institute. And the um, 26th is a full day of uh, programs, uh, including some parts of the day devoted to internet gaming, but most of it to to uh, traditional bricks-and-mortar gaming.
3: Okay, what are the current hot issues in the world of iGaming, which I imagine stands for internet gaming?
5: Right. Well, the big issue is, is the uh, internet gaming going to stop uh, in the U.S. at... Uh, The borders of Nevada, Delaware, and New Jersey, because those are the only three states where uh, it is legal uh, to place uh, an Internet uh, wager uh, on poker or on traditional casino games. So there are other states uh, where the focus is on these days, Uh, Pennsylvania, New York, uh, Michigan just introduced a, a bill, California. Uh, and so there, that's the real challenge uh, as to where uh, next uh, the uh, legislature and the governors of uh, various states, and in some situations the voters who would have to vote on an expansion of gaming to permit eye gaming uh, to occur. So all eyes are on certain states to see if uh, the expansion is going to occur. So it
3: sounds like, as you just said, there are a number of states that are in queue in a way. Are any of them imminent? Does it look like anything's going to happen in the rest of 2016 or 2017? Or are we looking further down the road before there'll be another state to join the three states that have currently legalized it and have internet gaming
5: going on right now? It's a hard question to answer because you're really dealing with You know, budgets of certain states that uh, could be impacted positively by the tax that would be generated through the legalization of Internet gaming. So there are certain states that uh, are in a situation where they could use that money. Uh, And there are some legislators who say, well, we don't want to expand gaming to plug a hole in our budget. And yet there are others that are more pragmatic and say, well, we already have gaming. What's the difference if we just expand it to permit people to gamble without going to a bricks-and-mortar casino? So, you know, for example, the Michigan bill that just got um, submitted and introduced, uh, you know, it was relatively a surprise and uh, it is moving through the process. Now, it could move through the process very quickly or it could stall. Uh, So those are uh, hard predictions to make. But if I were to predict... I would say certainly by the end of 2017, we would have more than the three states of uh, Nevada, Delaware, and uh, New Jersey involved.
3: Okay, I have a couple of questions about the Internet gaming that goes on within the three states that have it already. I know there is a confederation between uh, Delaware and Nevada. At least that's what I'm I'm led to believe, that they can game with people from either state, that they're linked uh, New Jersey uh, is... Po,
5: let me just, let me just yes, uh, stop you there. Poker. Poker, because right. ne- Nevada. Nevada uh, limits their internet gaming to poker, whereas Delaware permits casino games also. But obviously, when you're talking about a combination of the two, it would be limited to poker because casino games over the internet is not legal in Nevada. Okay,
3: so, so we're talking about poker. Um, my question is... What prevents those states and New Jersey independently from linking up with poker players around the world, just not in the other states in the United States? So, for example, playing within the border of New Jersey, what would stop New Jersey from saying, all right, yeah, go ahead and link up with uh, poker stars around the world. It will be every place in the world except for the 49 other U.S. states. Is that possible legally, and is it possible practically?
5: It's possible legally, but only if the particular jurisdictions permit that. In other words, for example, in New Jersey, Senator Lesniak, who has been a a very strong proponent uh, for the gaming industry, uh, he proposed a bill, oh must be a year or two ago, uh, to provide for international liquidity uh, for... Uh, poker, thus permitting uh, New Jersey casinos uh, and their platform providers to take uh, those people from other countries and permit them to uh, play poker. Uh, so uh, nothing necessarily prohibits it, uh, but the states that have legalized it would have to specifically. Uh, have that legalized in their jurisdiction. It didn't happen.
3: We're going to take a break, and then we'll be right back. Make your game night the envy of all your friends and family. Play on a -a one-of-a-kind table. Play on a pro-caliber poker table pro tables are made with the highest quality gaming suede on the market and with their table builder app customers can create a table to accommodate any game select one of the in-stock designs from their site or imprint your own and now you can get a free 600 count coin inlay chipset when you purchase a pro caliber poker table here's how use offer code h-o-c-r-a-d-i-o that's h-o-c-r-a-d-i-o when you check out at ProCaliber.com or when ordering by phone at 24025-POKER. 24025-POKER. That's 2402576537. ProCaliber Poker Tables. Stop playing around and get that table you've been looking for.
2: you're listening to the house of cards
0: how lucky
5: you are with ashley adams i'm kind of a big deal people know me who the hell do you think you are
3: hi listeners welcome back to house of cards i'm ashley adams your host for the hour Um, Listeners, we're talking to Lloyd Levinson, who is a gaming expert and attorney, who's also the co-founder, co-organizer and co-producer of the East Coast Gaming Congress, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, the reason for the initial enabling legislation in New Jersey was to get out from the prohibition of the UIGEA by, you know, by embracing the intrastate exemption that if they just played with people within the state, it's okay. Why would any opponent even exist on the principle of playing with poker players around the world? What's the principled opposition? I mean, uh, I, I just don't even see what it would be.
5: No, I don't either. <laughs> I huh? don't either, but it just hasn't, it just hasn't happened. Um, okay. you know, everybody's, uh, even New Jersey is, uh, waiting for, and hopefully, Going to see something happen in Pennsylvania, for example, and New Jersey is hoping to join up with Pennsylvania. I mean, it's no secret that New Jersey has a tremendous uh, regulatory infrastructure that they've built up. Uh, they did it in record time in nine months, but uh, you know, over the last two and a half years, uh, people have seen that there's been no scandals. There's been no. Uh, underage issues, but geo no, uh, geolocation issues where people have been uh, gambling from outside New Jersey. Uh, and so, you know, it's no secret that New Jersey believes that it would be intelligent for some of these other places to not reinvent the wheel, so to speak, <clears throat> and just participate uh, in internet gaming by using the regulatory infrastructure that's already been set up in New Jersey. Um, and it would be right. less expensive for the platform providers and Uh, to just have their uh, platforms in New Jersey. Obviously, the other states like Pennsylvania would do their own taxing and collecting and and the like, but obviously pay maybe a portion of it to New Jersey for uh, providing the regulatory infrastructure.
3: Let's hope. Uh, I hope that's exactly what happens. Where do the different parties stand on the question of undoing the UIGEA or encouraging the expansion of online gaming. Is there a difference? Is there anything you can say about that?
5: Well, the best I can say is there's uh, people that are aligned with Sheldon Adelson, who is the owner or largest shareholder, uh, the Venetian Palazzo uh, uh, Group. Sands Gaming uh, Corporation. Right, right, exactly, uh, who is steadfast. Uh, against internet gaming. Uh, He has spent uh, multi-millions opposing it, multi-millions trying to get bills introduced into uh, the Congress uh, to ban it, uh, and he has not yet been successful. Um, And I don't believe he ever will be successful. His concern mainly is that he thinks that there's a potential out there that the sanctity of uh, and the reputation of the bricks-and-mortar world could someday get detrimentally impacted by a scandal on the Internet. And thus, he's (laughs) got such a large investment in the bricks-and-mortar world that uh, the amount of money that can be made from the Internet by various casinos uh, is so small compared to the you know, the the giant, uh, world of gaming that he now controls between Macau and and Nevada and Pennsylvania. So, uh, so that's one side. And then of course there's the internet gaming companies like Amaya, uh, you know, poker stars group and, and, uh, others who, uh, and, and, you know, various, uh, states, certainly New Jersey and the ones where it's legalized to, uh, uh, feel otherwise, and there are certain groups in other states that are now introducing bills and are in favor of it, which obviously uh, oppose uh, Adelson's position. But uh, the federal government basically has so far just avoided, uh, you know, consideration of it. They've had some committee discussions down in Washington where people testify it's good, it's bad, or whatever, but then it just fizzles. And I think that's the way it's going to keep going. The states are going to continue to consider whether to legalize it or not, and I don't think the federal government's going to stand in their way.
3: All right. Um, you know, we could talk a lot more about that, but I do want to spend at least a minute uh, talking about the topics that are going to be brought up at the East Coast Gaming Congress. Uh, can you mention a couple of the topics? And can, can you give a website so if people want to check out more, they can?
5: Yeah, it's www.ecgc.us um and uh you know we we would welcome any of your listeners uh, obviously to attend uh we've got approximately six hundred people there uh and the type of people that register are basically decision makers you know they're not uh, they're not people that are just trying to get take a day off uh, from work. <laughs> uh, they really believe that they get something out of this uh and you know there's there's a whole host uh, we 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 instituted last year concurrent sessions so that previously we because it's only one day on the thursday we would uh, we'd have uh, maybe five different programs and you know that's and uh, lunch with a uh, obviously an important keynote speaker uh, but uh, now we've had we have concurrent sessions so people can choose like one of three one of three then they go to lunch and one of three you know that that kind of uh, set set up so there's so many more sessions for people to choose from one of the other highlights is going to be the one on you know north jersey gaming and whether uh, the voters ought to embrace that this coming November, or whether they ought to turn it down, whether it will really uh, hurt Atlantic City casinos uh, tremendously, or whether it will uh, it will not, and uh, it will actually help the state of New Jersey as a whole. So we have uh, speakers on that are uh, very have very strong opinions on both sides of that um, topic. Uh, we got Jeff Freeman who's coming up to give a keynote address, who is the Uh, Leader of the American Gaming Association. Our luncheon speaker is Steve Sweeney. And for those who uh, have been reading the newspapers about what's going on now about uh, Atlantic City as far as the government and running out of money, uh, Sweeney has been in the news uh, uh, every day. He's the state state senate president uh, and is uh, arguing with the speaker of the assembly, Vince Prieto, uh, so that should be obviously an interesting um, part of our Congress. Uh, we have uh, twelve of the top CEOs in the uh, in the country who are going to be there. Uh, one of them is Mark Fasora, who is the relatively new CEO of Caesar's Entertainment, taking over for Gary Loveman. Uh, not many people have heard him speak, and so uh, he will be speaking. Uh, at this Congress. So, uh, that's a, uh, obviously Caesars is a, obviously a major player, uh, in the gaming business and also going through, uh, its issues, uh, while it, uh, you know, goes through its, its bankruptcy. So, uh, if you check the website, uh, you know, I could rattle off, uh, probably 15 different, uh, programs. Uh, but you know, people are interested. I think to just go and uh, and look at them. They're all on the on the site, and um, it's very inexpensive. We're not we're not like some other um, uh, conferences that charge up to like two thousand dollars to uh, to go. Ours uh, right now is six hundred ninety five dollars, and uh, you have the benefit of going to the iGaming Institute on the afternoon of the twenty fifth. A uh, robust networking cocktail party. Uh, on the Wednesday night of the 25th and then a full day of activities on the 26th. It occurs at the Harris, uh, beautiful new, uh, waterfront conference center, uh, in Atlantic City. Um, and, uh, shout out to my, uh, two, two of my co-producers, uh, Friedmutter, uh, Architects and Spectrum Gaming, um, which is, uh, led by, uh, Mike Pollack, uh, a, uh, you know, a strong voice in the uh, in the gaming great industry.
3: and uh if you're interested in gaming especially i gaming that's the place to be on may 25th and 26th so i appreciate you coming on lloyd
5: it's been a bit of pleasure as uh, as usual so thank you for having me on
3: that's lloyd levinson who's the co-founder co-organizer co-producer of the east coast gaming congress we're going to uh, take a quick break and then we'll be right back with house of cards
2: Hi, listeners,
3: this is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to uh, mention something, that if any of you have any poker questions that you would like to ask, we are always interested in your questions and comments about the show, about the guests, strategy questions. They could be practical questions about where and how to find the game. Send your questions to info at houseofcardsradio.com. Dot com. And you can also get our tweets on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash radio. We're very interested in them, and of course, if they're particularly interesting, we'll put them on the air and answer them here in our segment of Mailbag. Info at House of Cards and www.twitter.com slash HOCRadio. Info at House of Cards Radio.com and www.twitter.com slash HOC Radio. Hi listeners, this is Ashley Adams. I just wanted to let you know about a newspaper in the New England area. If you're looking for poker tournaments or the latest promotions at Foxwoods, Mohegan Sun, Twin River, or if you want to find out what's happening in Las Vegas, Atlantic City, or other casinos around the country then I recommend you check out New England Gaming News for all the latest news, events, and hot casino action from around the region. You can do that in one of two ways. You can either pick up their free copies at gambling venues throughout New England, or you can visit them at www.thenegn.com and sign up for exclusive specials and promotions. That's www.thenegn.com. The n e g n t h e n e g n dot com, the New England Gaming News, New England's only resource for complete
1: casino and poker news. Need to sell your house fast? We're Homevestors, the We Buy Ugly Houses people. You've seen our big yellow billboards with our caveman Ugh, but did you know that Homevestors is America's number one home buyer? At Homevestors, we can buy your house as is, pay you cash, and usually pay most of the closing costs, and we close fast. Call today for your no-obligation consultation and get out of that ugly real estate situation. So what are you waiting for? Call Homevestors today. 866 i want UG 866 i want UG.
2: Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you. Health issues, state business news, sports, food, you name it, Jersey Man talks about it in a fun and informative way. They even host their own networking events where you can meet and greet other community members and professionals. With contributors like Bill Lyon, Stan Hockman, and George Anastasia with his own mob scene column, Jersey Man covers our region like no one else. Check out their website, jerseymanmagazine.com, for more information and some really cool Jersey Man merchandise. Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards, with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of May 16th, 2016. The Las Vegas Sands Corporation faces a $2 million fine for allegedly violating its gambling license. The Nevada Gaming Control Board filed a complaint last week alleging that Sands did not properly document several major money transfers to Chinese entities and failed to properly vet a high roller. The control board will meet on May 19th to make a final determination on the punishment for Sands. Presidential hopeful Bernie Sanders made a stop in Atlantic City last week and didn't have kind things to say about the casino owners in town. Sanders criticized the, quote, greed and recklessness of casino owners and said this contributed to the decline of the middle class who work in the city. Sanders is trailing Hillary Clinton for the Democratic nomination and is hoping to get some much-needed delegates in New Jersey's June 7th primary. And finally, it looks like the Oakland Raiders are getting closer to a move to Las Vegas. Last week, Vegas Mayor Carolyn Goodman told ESPN she knows Vegas will have a team. Raiders owner Mark Davis recently met with Sheldon Adelson and Steve Wynn to talk about a 65,000-seat dome stadium near the Vegas Strip. I don't think I'll ever get used to saying the words, the Las Vegas Raiders. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom@houseofcardsradio.com and, and follow us on Twitter at HSC Radio. Want some more excitement in your life? Sign up at virgincasino.com with promo code virgin, and you'll get up to $100 real cash back, plus, for a limited time, $10 in free bonus money to play with. Enjoy slot and casino games like Wheel of Fortune, Cleopatra, Monopoly, Blackjack, and much more. Play on desktop or mobile device with our iOS and Android apps. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. $10 minimum deposit and a wager required to qualify for $100 real cash back. Bonus money must be played through one time before withdrawal. Rules and dates apply. Hamming problem? Call 1-800-GAMP you're listening to the house of cards how lucky you
5: are with ashley adams i'm kind of a big deal people know me who the hell do you think you are
3: Hello, listeners. Welcome back. You are listening to House of Cards. I'm Ashley Adams, your host. Uh, Those of you that listen to this show know that we like to have people from all ends of the poker and casino world, and today is no exception. We have somebody who has developed a product, founded a company, and then made the product available to the poker-playing public. His name is Hamza Siddiqui, and he has created Virtual Reality Poker. His company is Casino VR uh, for Virtual Reality, and we're here with him today. Uh, Hamza, are you there?
4: Yeah, I'm I'm here. How are you
3: doing? (laughs) I'm doing great, and I'm glad you're here. I think you are from San Francisco, is that right?
4: Exactly. Yeah. Right now in San Francisco.
3: Okay. So, tell us about your product and how you developed it.
4: Sure. Um, so, around two years ago, um, you know, I, I, I'm a poker fan um, since has been since I was a kid, um, and I found a like the, there is a huge difference between you know online poker and real life poker. You know, in real-life poker, you want to play the person, and online, it's much more analytical. You want to play as much as as um, uh, as much as possible to increase the odds of you winning. Um, and right around the time VR was coming, um, because of Oculus, um, and we were just thinking that if, in virtual reality, if you can make people, you know, feel as if they're in a casino, um, if you build, you know, a really nice casino around um, and use the glasses... Um, You can also make them act as if they were sitting in Vegas or Macau or um, their friend's place playing a poker night instead of their couches, you know. Um, And that's where it all started. Um, We went on to develop a multiplayer poker game um, completely free-to-play right now um, and online that everyone who has a virtual reality headset can enjoy and invite their friends to play.
3: Okay, I have a a number of questions. This sounds fascinating to me. I don't understand a couple of things. First of all, a virtual reality headset, is that that box-like thing that people you see putting on their head like uh, an enclosed box over glasses? Is that what we're talking about?
4: Exactly. So um, virtual reality is, 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 as the name sounds, it gives you another reality to be in. So you have this box where you cannot see the rest of the world, but if you put them on, you can you can teleport to any kind of world that you can imagine, and you actually feel like you're there.
3: Okay. Uh, I seem to recall something like this a number of years ago on a, like a roller coaster ride where it was done differently, but you had the actual sensation, though you were only really just in a seat, that you were on a roller coaster and they – they changed all sorts of things with your vision and your other senses, but this is just your vision creating a sense of being in another reality. Um, does that reality include the actual image of the other players as you are playing against them? I mean, or somehow, are is their face um, projected into this virtual
4: reality? That's actually a very good question um so the the current form of the technology um, as it is is that it that it teleports you as a player um, into another world and it lets you interact with other people um, while uh, you know they are computer generated avatars um, but what we are doing actually is is integrating body language into the game so for example, if you join our casino and there is a person sitting in front of you, you you would see him move around, looking looking at his card, looking at um, the middle of the table, um basically exactly mimic, mimicking what he's doing um in real life in the in the virtual world. I but see. But you but you would not but that's limited to body language right now. Um we cannot have um exact, you know, the exact image of the person as he is in the virtual world. However, the technology is improving day by
3: day. So it's there are some sensors on the person's body that you can perceive in the virtual reality world that will affect the way the avatar looks. So it will still be an avatar, an artificial image, uh, yeah. maybe real-looking, but not him. It's not a photographic image that you're not having a real-time uh, telecast of the people in the room all projected at the same time, but there are things that might indicate what they're doing so that if they're leaning back, the uh, the red bull with the horns that he's selected as his avatar might be leaning back in his virtual chair. Is that what you mean?
4: Exactly. Exactly. But, Interesting. Uh, Interesting. Yeah.
3: So, the virtual reality is still an artificial place. So if your skill at the poker table, and I'm, I'm assuming this, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Hamza, if your skill at the poker table is like you know, Mike Caro, uh, he says it's all about body language and reading people's tells, yeah. you might have a small inclination of their body language. I mean, you might see them leaning back or smoking a cigarette or something, maybe not even that, but you're not going to be able to read facial expressions, uh, see people blinking, uh, presumably,
4: right? Not yet. So um, body language is actually quite uh, quite surprisingly, quite realistic in our game with what we have seen with the players um, already on our casino, that they say that it either makes it easier or harder for, for them to read tells um, of wow. the other person. Um, and that is has uh, that has been quite surprising and qu- quite astonishing to me also that it plays such a big part um, but the next the next step for us would be um, is to get in eye tracking so um, we can we can exactly see where you 're looking um, and with that we can also see blinking Now, huh. one step further than that would be facial recognition so there are already hardware um, innovation happening around. Um, getting to see if you're frowning, if you're smiling, um, if you're laughing, um, all done through the headset, uh, the VR headset. Um, Uh, I guess I'm
3: wondering, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but if I wait to ask this question, I might lose it. Um, I know I just went to a virtual conference today, literally Mm -hmm. today, in my office, um, everybody's face from all around uh, the country was projected onto a screen, kind of like the old Hollywood squares. Uh, people's faces were all there, and they could see my face because it was projected onto their computer screen. And they, you know, I saw them talking. I saw them, frankly, you know, picking their nose and uh, doing all sorts of things because you don't think about how you're constantly being viewed. Why can't that be relatively simply part of a, a virtual reality? a headset experience where you're actually seeing the faces and the bodies like they're sitting at the poker table?
4: Um, as I was saying, so it, it definitely is going to be a part. It's only a matter of time per se that the, as the technology progresses and the industry progresses that we start moving um, more and more into that direction. Honestly, three only three to four years from now, I wouldn't be that surprised um, if that technology is already there for consumers. Um, that technology is already there right now for companies to test, and I've seen personally results where it can—a um, technology can exactly uh, teleport your uh, yourself into the digital self. You look exactly like you do in real life, but that—that that is not ready for consumers. But in three to four years, it's going to be. Um, and when that happens, our game or you know the casino experience would be even greater. But we, we want to accelerate that process. That's why we are already innovating on the body language, the eye tracking, and so on and so forth. Do
3: you have real money games, or is this all play money for now, where it's just the, the fun of being in a live poker setting?
4: Yeah, so right now it's it's only play money, so a social casino. Um, but in the future, who knows?
3: Okay, uh, so people would check this out at casino dash vr.com is that right exactly uh by the way i should just tell listeners for those of you that poo poo social poker social poker is so popular in japan that players pay uh 30 to 60 dollars a night to go and play live social poker just for chips so in other words there are places that make money from players coming to play in free money games just for the fun of playing poker with no money on the line. So especially if you can mimic uh, a real casino experience, this could be a lot of fun.
4: Yeah, definitely. Um, one central thing that would uh, be a part of our casino um, in the near future would be that you have an option of reserving tables in the casino for your friends um, that you can you know play with them. It's in a very private environment um, that you want to have. So,
3: uh, two things. First of all, is it possible that you could hook up something in this virtual reality that you would not normally have even in live poker? And he said heart rate, pulse, blood pressure, where you could actually have players agreeing to wear monitors so that they would have extra information that would be available that you wouldn't normally have even in a live game?
4: I, yeah, actually, that's one of the things that we have been looking into. Um, however, it's more of a question of, um, you know, whether that is a niche or um, you can convince a lot of players um, whether they want to be monitored right. um, like that. Right. Um, I'm not exactly sure. Um, and I, I, my, my good feeling is not a lot of people would be. But however, if you want to have that experience, um, one thing that is um, um, good about our game or platform is that we can very easily integrate third-party technologies into it. So even though we don't uh, build it ourselves, but if you want to have, let's say, you know, heart rate monitor on, and by just using um, Apple Watch or something, we can just pull that in, and and you can have a go at it.
3: Right, whether you're sweating or not. Your your uh, image of, the, your, of a horse, it starts to beat up in sweats on, it, on its brow. Uh, I can see yeah. how this could be fun. Okay, good. Well, we've appreciated talking to you, and we're eager to monitor how this goes. So if you have uh, any innovations, please give us a call or send us an email, and we'll put you back on.
4: Definitely. Nice talking to you. Okay,
3: well. nice talking to you. That was Hamza Siddiqui. Uh, Virtual Reality Poker Inventor Casino VR. Uh, We'll be right back with more House of Cards after a quick break. Hi listeners, it's Ashley Adams and I wanted to take a minute to talk about My Pillow. I'm sure you've seen or heard the commercials about this hugely successful product made in the USA. Sleeping well, I've found, contributes to playing poker well, and I can tell you that this pillow, My Pillow, which I've been using, has helped me sleep longer and more deeply. And now My Pillow is offering a 4 for 1 deal. You can get two My Pillow premiums and two Go Anywhere Travel Pillows all for the price of one My Pillow. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913. Click on or mention Radio Listener Special and use promo code CARDS, C-A-R-D-S, at checkout. MyPillow comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, a 10-year warranty, and you can even wash and dry it. MyPillow is also the official pillow of the National Sleep Foundation. That's the Radio Listener Special at MyPillow.com or call 800-319-7913 and use promo code cards
2: tired of hitting the casino floor and playing the same old table games time after time well there's a new and exciting table game coming to casinos and is called casino over under casino over under combines the thrill of sports betting with the excitement of blackjack it's easy to learn and incorporates the over under concept of sports betting in a simple and fluid manner casino over under is undeniably faster than ordinary blackjack there are fewer decisions to make, and all of them are fairly easy and exclusive of the other players at the table. Fewer decisions mean faster gameplay, and that means more hands. And with payouts as high as 50 to 1, more hands means more winning. Head on over to CasinoOverUnder.com to learn more and stay up to date on where you can play this exciting game. You can even play Casino over Under on your iPhone with its social app, Casino over Under: Simple, fast, and fun. Play it now at the Magnolia Bluffs Casino Hotel in Natchez, Mississippi, and coming to casinos near you. Must be 21 years or older to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Dave from House of Cards, and I just wanted to take a minute to tell you about Jersey Man Magazine. Whether you're born and bred in Jersey like me, or even from Jersey but live somewhere else, Jersey Man is the perfect magazine for you Jersey Man's available at most major newsstands, and you can even subscribe online. That's jerseymanmagazine.com. Jersey Man Magazine. Hey, if you're from Jersey, it's the only magazine you'll ever need. You're listening to the House of Cards.
3: Okay, let's play some damn cards. Back to House of Cards, this is Ashley Adams doing the, well, what is my favorite segment of House of Cards, the mailbag segment, when I'm joined by my handsome producer,
2: Dave Weishaddle. Dave, what do we have this week? Uh, We have a great question from Jack, who listens to us on KTOX in Needles, California. KTOX. KTOX. Jack writes, I play poker with the same group of players every week. I do great at these games. However, when I play against others not in my regular game, I do not do as well. Many people have told me playing against the same people is not good for my game. I would like to hear the guy's opinion on this. Is playing with the same group of people on a weekly basis hindering my development as a poker player? The simple answer is no. The, no, you don't think so.
3: No, sure. playing with the other players doesn't hinder his development. What may hinder his development is carrying his style of play that has succeeded against his home game fellow players into settings and not being thoughtful about whether he is adapting his game to the players he's with. It's like so saying
2: Jack is being lazy,
3: basically, either lazy or <laughs> thoughtless. Or just unconscious. I mean, if I run a race and I win every time against eight guys because I'm faster than they are, and then I run a race with eight other guys and I don't beat them, it's not because my racing against the eight other guys is hurting my running. It's that I'm not running as fast as I need to to beat the other guys. Now, you could say his easy opposition may have lulled him into a false sense of security and he doesn't feel he needs to focus on what he's doing when he plays against other people. But for me, the fact that he's asking the question means that what he should focus on is or are the styles of play of the new players he's with and think more critically about what he needs to do to beat them. Mm-hmm. Um, and not be lulled into a false sense of security. I I play with guys all the time. I'm always trying to learn playing against them. And when I play against other people, I try to put aside the style of play that may work against
2: the people I play now almost habitually um, in how I play them. Let me ask you, you you play against new players. The first couple of hands, you play really tight just to find out what they're doing and how they're playing when you're you're not really... You know you're not familiar how their style or their play or anything like that. That's certainly one approach, which
3: is to tighten up your game and w- while you are assessing where somebody new is. Um, but the truth is that if you just play really tightly, you're not testing the metal of the new person, which is necessary okay. to really figure out their vulnerability. It would be like if I'm boxing against you. Yeah, the, if I'm playing very defensively against you while I'm trying to see what you've got, that may be the, most, the safest way to proceed. But if I'm not throwing any punches at you, I'm not seeing how good your defense is and whether you can counterpunch and evade and all of that. Similarly in poker, what I tend to do is I, I want to test my opponent. So I may throw in a raise with nothing, A small race just to see how he responds. Um, I may try to check raise him on a bluff to see if that works. I may soft, I mean, I may slow play him to see if he takes the bait. Uh, I may float him more where I'm just going to call in late position to see if he then checks to me or if he's going to continue to be aggressive. So, uh, it's a, The fact that this listener is asking the question shows me that he's at least halfway yeah, to improving his game. He knows there's a problem. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. I'd be interested in knowing... Um, if he's talking about going from a home game into a casino,
2: you know, I I was thinking. You remember you went to Vegas and you went to a casino where you said, "Oh, it was just all regulars there, and they knew each other at the table." I was thinking yes. maybe that's one yes. of his games. What was that? What, what uh, casino was that? That was uh, uh, the Poker Palace or something like that, or
3: Poker Palace. Yeah, yeah. Was <laughs> a bunch of regulars, <laughs> but. It was easy to play against them because their their play was so poor.
2: Oh, really? They all
3: played against each other all the time, and they were very passive and very loose in certain situations. You could knock them off their hands. Um, What I've also seen, though, is that people going from home games to casino play don't make the adjustment to the uh, more aggressive Mm -hmm. and tighter style of a casino game, and they are calling when they should be folding, and they're – checking when they should be betting now in that sense a home game can hurt you in this in that it gives you habits that are hard to break out of but if you're already thinking do i have habits i need to break out of then i think you can undo them So All right that'll do good. it good luck Our listeners <laughs> come back next week and listen to more house of cards